title of the message is Stop Worrying and Trust God. You know, God is still in the business of doing something. God is still in the business of providing where you don't have anything. We heard Stephen's testimony, how he gave away his last $300, and God provided for his business. God is still in the business of healing sickness, so stop worrying. God is still in the business of healing relationships, of healing marriages, so stop worrying. God is still in the business of delivering from evil spirits. There's hope. When those evil spirits tell you there's no hope, you will always be tormented, depressed, suicidal, on antidepressants. It is a lie. It is finished. Now, today, you are healed. You have a sound mind. Stop believing the devil's lies and put your faith in Jesus Christ. Business of doing something, of doing what is humanly impossible. Turn to your neighbor and say, so you... Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm talking to you, so you trust him. He's still in the business of answering prayer. He's still saving, healing, delivering, blessing. He's still here for those who believe he's here. Hallelujah. He still forgives. You know, sin is still sin even though the Canadian government might tell you differently. Sin is still sin, and God has not changed. He's still righteous. He still judges sin. He still saves the sinner. He saves sinners who repent but he does not save those who say, I'm all good, I'm acceptable. You have to repent. Don't worry, God is still our refuge and mighty deliverer. I was reading 2 Corinthians 1.8 and Paul is telling the truth, the facts telling the facts about how bad their situation was. And he says, But we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure. You can be a Christian. Paul was a Christian. He was an apostle. And he was burdened beyond measure. 
Anyone ever been burdened beyond measure? Above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves. So they felt like this is it. This is the sentence of death. We're not going to make it. You know, he, Paul writes elsewhere that he fought lions. He was out in the sea, shipwrecked and just floating in the sea. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Stop worrying. God is still the deliverer, even if you feel the sentence of death. God is still the deliverer. We started to play a video tonight that we had tech problems of a lady, Sylvia, a few weeks ago, who came and testified. She had a tumor the size of a football, breast cancer, spread to the brain. She came to one of our meetings earlier this year in January in Brisbane. She pulled down her blouse and showed this enormous tumor, the like I had never seen in my life. And God showed me all things possible. He's still in the business of doing miracles. She felt a wonderful peace. Do you know that Jesus is peace. You might be full of anxiety and worry, but he is the Prince of Peace. And she came back and that massive tumor was gone, brain cancer gone, all the cancer in the rest of her body shrinking under the power of Jesus. She said to me, she took out of her purse and she said to me, this is what they gave me. This tablet is antibiotics. And this one is so small, you can hardly see it. She said, they said to take it once a month. She said, I don't believe that this healed me. Hallelujah. She said, the doctor said, we'll give you quality of life. You know, only Jesus can give you quality of life. Hallelujah. So, stop worrying and trust God. He's still in the business of intervening in our problems. You know, peace is the opposite to worry and anxiety. And I can tell you from my personal experience, there is peace in the storm. There's peace beyond understanding. My peace, Jesus said, I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. And the peace of God, 
which passes, everyone say passes, all understanding. That's his peace. You know, all hell might be breaking out against you, but he has a peace that's beyond understanding. I don't know why I'm feeling peace, but I am. It's because it's Jesus, his presence. We'll keep that peace. We'll keep your heart and your mind in the knowledge and love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Jesus said in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. You know, there are some people that don't have a problem in the world. But for those people here who've got problems, I want to tell you that he has a gift. It's called peace. There is a peace that he can give you. And a peace that comes with joy. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Verse 32, 16, 32. These things I have spoken to you. See, when you meditate on the Word of God, these things I have spoken to you. When you meditate on the Word, that in me you may have peace. When you meditate on the Word, you find Christ. In Him there is peace. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When you meditate on the Bible, you meet with Jesus. He said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, His Word is who He is. It's absolutely impossible to separate the Word of God from Jesus Christ. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. There's someone listening on YouTube or on, online right now, Zoom. You feel like the world is too much for you. You feel overwhelmed with your problems. You can't see a way out. Demons are attacking you with fear and anxiety. And Jesus said, I have overcome the world. He has overcome you know, worry is like an atmosphere. If you meditate on the scriptures, the atmosphere of Jesus will fill your mind and your heart. Amen? Worry has an atmosphere. This atmosphere can exist in your mind, in your heart, and in your mouth. Someone who's worried of an anxious mind, they'll talk it, talk it, talk it. They have an anxious mouth. You ever met someone like that? 
or perhaps you, you are that person. We talk your anxiety. You need to practice self-discipline and talk the promises of God and the truth of His Word. Because when you talk your anxiety, and often anxiety and worry goes like this, what if this happens? What if? Worry is always thinking about the worst scenario. But faith sees beyond to what is. And what is, is Jesus, who rules the raging storm. Peace, be still. Go beyond. Go beyond. You know, the devil will bring problems. He's good at it. He always uses, oh, I've got this pain. If I, if I go to the doctor, he's going to tell me, I've got cancer, I've got this, I've got that. Fear. Some people, they don't go to the doctor, not because of faith, but because of fear. They don't want to know what's wrong with them. They have this worry. Last night I opened up a, a message and it was from one of our events in the US and there's some sort of problem. Maybe we haven't got the venue or something and uh, all these people registered. And you know, you can choose to worry. Like, no, God, God will look after it. Peace. I get up in the morning, text from someone else saying it's all sorted. It's all sorted. You could worry all night about something, you know, and your worry doesn't achieve anything. Worry tends to solidify the problem. When you talk your worry, it's like your problem becomes more and more difficult. It's like you're causing your problem. You're speaking the problem. You with me? That's what worry does. Worry can affect your health, give you ulcers, headaches. Worry can, if you're a worry wart, you know what that means? If you're constantly worrying, people don't want to be around you because you're full of worry and anxiety. It can affect your relationships, your marriage. Worry is the devil's opportunity. Worry is a sin. Worry is a manifestation of doubt. When you worry, 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 you're not believing, believing, believing. Tell your neighbor and say, stop worrying and start believing. So you can have an anxious mind or you can have a mind that's fixed on Jesus. Isaiah 26.2 You will keep him in perfect peace. Who would like to be kept in perfect peace? Perfect peace. Amen. 
You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Keep your mind stayed on him. No matter, the doctor says cancer. The doctor says COPD, lung disease. The doctor says autism. The, do- the, the boss says you're going to lose your job. All of this stuff. You think you're going to fail your exams. Problems with, with your friends, your colleagues, and so on. Satan always uses problems. Lift your mind above and think on him. And the greatest way of thinking on Jesus is to meditate in the Word of God. Amen? Matthew 5.33 Peace is the product, the fruit of faith. Peace is the product of faith. Doubt creates worry. Faith creates peace and long-term solutions. So there's a woman with the flow of blood, Matthew 5, 33. The woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, she reached out, touched the hem of Jesus, and she felt power healing her. So she comes before him, trembling under the power of God. And she told him the whole truth. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. The the faith that this woman had to step out, push through the crowd, touch the garment, when by religious Jewish law, she was not allowed to be in that crowd. She was ceremonially unclean. But she pushed through the rules, pushed through the crowd. She touched Jesus. Her faith not only produced, according to Jesus, her miracle, it also produced faith. It also produced peace. Your faith will produce miracles and peace. A peace that is incredible. So you have a choice. You can either worry about your situation, and worry doesn't produce anything helpful, or you can turn your eyes upon Jesus and believe his word and trust him. Turn to your neighbor and say, what are you going to do? What choice are you going to make? So you can have an anxious mind with that atmosphere of anxiety. And if you keep pressing, keep going in your anxiety, you can end up with a spirit of anxiety. Or your meditation of your mind and heart, you can make it pleasing to God. Let the words of my mouth, Psalm 19, 14, my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. 
Psalm 49, 3, My mouth shall speak wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall give understanding. Does your heart give you understanding? Most people think that it's your head that gives you understanding. No, 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 no. The spirit-filled believer receives understanding from the heart, not the head. So the spirit-filled believer, they receive understanding from the Holy Spirit in the heart, and that instructs them how to think and what to do. Hallelujah. Are you making decisions with your mind, or are you allowing your heart to give you understanding? Praise God. What's running your life? Jesus Christ is Lord in your heart, giving you understanding in the spiritual realm of your heart? Or is it your head? Or is it your friends? I, um, I, I was living in the countryside, a two-bedroom house, and been living there five years, and the Lord spoke to me, go to Sydney. And I'm like, well, Lord, you're smarter than I am. You know, I just built the house. I said, all right, Lord, I'll put it on the market, and I went. And then someone called me up, and I thought, all right, I'll, I'll buy a house in Sydney. And someone calls me up and says, this is um, 2020, the start of COVID. And someone calls me up, and they say, look, the housing market will crash because of COVID in 2021. So don't do anything. Okay? And I said to them, well, I really respect, thank you, your advice, but I will do what God tells me to do. So the Lord gives me a dream, beginning of 2020, and tells me, wait six months, not a year, six months. So November came, and the Lord provided a house for me miraculously. 2021 came, the year of housing collapse, according to this person, and house prices went up. They didn't go down. It would have been more expensive. So, are you listening to your heart or to your friends, to your family, to your head, to the newspaper, to the weather forecast? Amen. You know, the Bible says the farmer will never sow if he watches the weather. Amen. What are you watching? Turn to your neighbor and say, what are you watching? True, isn't it? Let your heart give you understanding. Because your mind, your natural mind, unless it's redeemed, will give you worry. Some of you think too much think too much. You know, some people, God bless them, they come up, they want prayer, and um, they'll be telling me all their stories, you know, all their problems, and they're going on and on. They don't know that healing has already begun, that God is already moving. And they're talking, 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 and they'll be finished, and I say, okay, you're healed, off you go. 
I go, what? He didn't even pray for me. I didn't realize I was praying while they were wasting their time talking. And off they go, they hear. Praise the Lord. Look, stop wasting your time talking your problems. Talk the Word. Talk the promises of God. I know it can be difficult. I know it can be difficult when you're upset. But talk the Word. Talk your faith. There's power in the Word of God. There's power in faith. You can overcome. You won't overcome through your worry. You won't achieve anything. Jesus said you can't even grow a cubit. You can't even grow. You can't do anything. It's ineffectual. But faith moves God. Faith is the grace that God honors the most. He's looking at your heart. What is in your heart? Is there anxiety? If you have a worry, when that worry comes, let it be like a trigger on a gun. Okay, you with me? You suddenly are feeling worry. The Bible says, when I am afraid, click, I will trust in you. In God, I will put my faith. In God, I will trust. What commands you to me? Amen? So when that thought of worry comes, let it be a trigger for your faith. Don't give the devil opportunity in your life. Turn to your neighbor and say, stop giving the devil opportunity in life. Stop worrying and trust God. Amen? You know, in a meeting like this, you'll see people's lives instantly being changed. I want to tell you that when you go home, your life can instantly be changed at home simply by trusting in God. Amen? It's not just here. But you can walk by faith, talk faith. You can let faith abide in your heart through the Word of God. And your life, your children, your family can be changed, miraculously changed. And uh, we don't have time for all the hundreds of testimonies that we've received of physical healing, of mental healing, of restored marriages, and simply by trusting in Jesus. Amen? It's a key. It's a key. A great key. Trust me. Simple. Praise God.